0: to the Good Share Podcast with Ryan Ice. <laughs> I'm Ryan <laughs> no,
1: I'm Ice. caught oh, <all right.
0: laughs> me off guard, man. I was surprised. I caught you off guard <laughs> on that one, man. I just jumped right I in with both <laughs> feet, man.
1: <laughs>
0: Take that baby right across stage. <laughs> I
1: think of his point where... <laughs>
0: <laughs> think about the point where we're doing a podcast today. Uh. Oh my gosh. Dude, is that at your house or mine? I don't know if they're stopping here or not. It's it's yeah. my place. Is it your place? Yeah. I thought it was here. I to- I totally thought it was they're, here. They're coming. That's for crazy. Me, man. Technology, man! How good things sound. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> oh, all right, all right. We're off to a great start here, folks. Oh I just gosh. want to I just want to tell you this episode has taken about an hour to get to actually recording it. <laughs> I've been Facetiming with Ryan for an hour. We have not done <laughs> shit. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Which that's kind of kind of how it goes. Uh, it's par for the course. Yeah.
0: I gotta pull up some notes. Some notes. Hey, okay. how, hey so to,
1: hi, yeah, real quick before we get into this, how are you feeling? We talked, you know, the last podcast oh. we talked about testosterone and all that. And I mean, have you noticed? Yeah. It's what been a been a uh, like nine days since you had it's
0: been that it has been that yes have Uh, you
1: noticed a difference at all
0: so today is thursday march 18th and i had the uh pellets inserted on the ninth was that whatever that whatever last
1: tuesday was
0: yeah whatever last tuesday was so yes the the ninth yeah so, yeah, it's been it's been nine days, um, which I'm not supposed to not supposed to feel anything different for at least seven days, if not a little longer than okay. that. But I will say this. I have noticed a slight. Now, this hasn't been like uh, a massive uh, jump Um, like I may have been expecting, but I have noticed a, an energy bump where it's not like I have an abundance of energy, but what I have is I, uh, am able to get through the day without feeling incredibly sluggish and, 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 um, like less fatigue. Yeah. Okay. Discombobulated. Yeah. yeah, Is that at the end of the day, my end of the day would have been like around five. Sure. Um, Which is not the end of the day.
1: No, especially not when you have kids.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So today, I will say today I am tired and I'm feeling uh, quite a a little bit tired. I may even look a bit tired if you're watching the video um, because I had a very late night. I had a three hour drive back home uh, from a gig uh, and I didn't get home till about 2 a.m. So uh, with this, you can have your red blood cell count go. Up quite a bit, and they recommend that you donate blood to get rid of the extra plasma. Oh, um, so with, with that, I did I did notice that my legs, um, the 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 behind, not not the front part of the thigh, uh, not, not but, your quad, but, but like your hammy. Yes, on the backside okay. and down to my calves, got like tight where it felt like I needed to st- get a good stretch. Okay. Um, but didn't matter how much I stretched, they just continued feeling that way. Interesting. Um, but it was only in my legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so really weird. Um, and then, uh, a couple times where I felt like, um, oh, I don't want to say a tight chest, but maybe slightly, mm-hmm. um, you know, a couple, a few things like that. Um, but the uh, the energy is a little bit better. I feel like I have a little less m- mind fog. All right. Well, that's or, good. or brain f- or brain fog or yeah. whatever. Um, But I'm hoping that as it continues going on. And, and the other thing is <clears throat> I couldn't do any real exercises uh, because the procedure, the incision's pretty deep. But the the. They don't s- staple or stitch anything. It's only steri-strips over right, right. the incision. So you can't do anything that's going to cause that to, like, tear yeah. or, or whatever, because then you're going to have to take a trip to the ER for them to stop the bleeding. <laughs> right. Um, nobody so Nobody wants to do that. So Nobody wants to do it. So I, I, I can't really do any real exercise. I couldn't. I feel like now I might be able to ease my way into some cardio because... How this how the pellets get released is through your cardiovascular system and it working. Right. So um, I I have to I feel like if I want to see the maximum benefit from this uh, procedure and everything, I should I should really start to start working on getting some cardio and exercise done Um but I had to wait, sure. which is unfortunate. Yeah. But well, that's that's uh, something I, I yeah. definitely
1: want to talk more about. I I kind of figured this topic is going to be three or four episode <laughs> arc.
0: Well, this is a this is yeah, you're right. This is going to be a pretty pretty extensive one, be, and, and for good reason because this has been uh, the progression of what four years of your life.
1: Yeah, I mean. November fifth, two thousand seventeen to eighteen to nineteen. To, yeah, this will be like the fourth year. So, w- this episode, what we're going to talk about yeah. is we're gonna
0: we're gonna talk about um, your your personal journey for the most part of of where you began about four years ago. Now that would now wait, hold on. That been well, two thousand ten was you and I. That's now that's further back. That's, that's but, yeah, but, but but that's a much different stage too. Yes,
1: but I want to talk about that because. It uh, there are some things that like I that I learned that when I did it, when I made my second attempt. Mm-hmm. I changed and had more success. So, right. I, I do okay. want to throw a disclaimer out before we get into this. I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a certified trainer. I'm not a nutritionist. Uh, these are just my personal experiences and. This is a topic I'm really into training and nutrition, and they're things that I research in, in Google and YouTube all the time. Like, it's become a real passion of mine. I'm actually – I have thought about going back to school at some point and getting a degree in, like, nutrition and wellness. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not a doctor, so, you know, don't take anything I'm saying as, like – bible like I, i'm yeah. just to, all i can tell you is what i did and what has worked for me and didn't right. work for me we'll talk about that too but
0: yeah and i think having like an understanding of like previous episodes of who you are um i just a, don't want a, like,
1: someone to like do something and then be in the hospital and be like well matt Iceman on good share podcast said to do this and now you know yeah. like, no 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 right <laughs> I, yeah yeah I, uh, don't I'm putting that don't right do, out there yeah. right now like yeah don't uh, yeah right you do whatever right. you want but I'm not saying this is right for you to do but sure
0: well <clears throat> like I was saying, I I think knowing the person you are like listening to some of the previous episodes I think people can kind of understand whether or not they're that type of person too right um, <clears throat> uh, and and every single workout and uh, diet is individualistic I think that's yeah
1: I mean, there there are certain thing. rules that that apply to everyone, but as far as like finding the thing that you really like to do that you can keep doing consistently, mm-hmm. that that is up to you, and you got to find
0: what works for you. And that is, uh, you, we've all heard this. That is a lifestyle change. Yes, it is a lifestyle that, change, that's, and
1: that's one thing decision. I'll, I will get into. Yeah, it's not just it's. Nothing we're going to talk about, at least for me, when I decided to do this for real, it was not a temporary, like, I'm going to do this such and such diet for six months. It was, okay. I really need to reevaluate how I am treating my body and how I (laughs) if I really would like to be around for as long as possible Mm -hmm. and what I can do to to be able to live the longest, healthiest, most fulfilling life possible.
0: Right on. You know? I think the majority of us want that same yeah. thing. Um okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about <clears throat> your first attempt and what that <laughs> was and okay. what exactly does that mean and well what okay happened.
1: so I, I've I had always been Overweight. Uh, I mean, I was I was pretty large. and at different points in my life, uh larger than others. But I mean, when you met me, like I was a big dude, right? Yeah, I was all well, very. Always, you're very tall. You're six, uh, I'm six four. I'm six three. Six three. Um, and I mean, I I don't I don't remember you know what I weighed in high school, but I'm sure I was by like junior senior year, I was pretty much full grown. I mm-hmm. bet I was. Every bit of 300 pounds or more, or if not 300, I was probably close to it. But, uh, in 2010, we, I joined a gym that you were, I think you were already a member. Yep. And, uh, I, I didn't really have, I had no plan. It was just like, Oh, I feel like I need to do something. Right. Mm hmm. By the way, um,
0: I'm taking notes on the uh, where we're at in the sure, whole sure. list of things, so don't be distracted by that's me. Fine.
1: Um, and at that point in my life, I I do remember weighing myself then, and I, that's the heaviest I've ever been that I saw on a scale, and I was three twenty six, three twenty six, three twenty six, mm-hmm. which uh, even even for six three, unless you're ten percent body fat. <laughs> 326 is too large. <laughs> so, um so you and I kind of started working out together. I think cuz you had joined a gym like maybe the year before and you had kind of started working out and so like I would go and I would get on the treadmill and do, you know, I I, I couldn't I was big, you know, like I I would just kind of run or, I mean, I would just kind of walk and then try and run for like a 10th of a mile or quarter of a mile and then walk Mm -hmm. some more. And I, that's like what I would do three or four days a week. Um, and I would go for like, I don't know, 45 minutes or something. And then two or three days a week, like the, uh, the other days you and I would get together and we would lift. And then we would play like racquetball for like three hours.
0: Oh my God, Ryan as long as we could keep so the, much fun. as
1: long as we could keep the court reserved for that long, we played racquetball, like all day. yeah as long and, as we could play. Yeah. so the long the long story short of that was, throughout that year, I definitely lost some weight. I remember getting down to like 285, 287, something like that. And I remember being like, oh wow, like some of my, some of my shirts fit a little better." and, and I was like, this is super cool. But the thing that I didn't change like uh, I did one part of the equation, right? I made myself more active. Okay. But I didn't change anything about the way I ate. Okay. Like, I can remember many times you and I would get together and lift oh and then my we'd gosh. play regular for 3 hours and then we'd like <laughs> go to B Dubs and eat like or- Order or, a
0: large pizza.
1: Yeah, or, yeah. Get a large pizza, or eat a ton of wings, or you know. And right. So, like, first of all, that we were eating a lot of food, and we weren't eating like super high, high quality food. Yeah. So, I was like able to lose weight, in spite of not changing my nutrition habits. I'm not going to call mm-hmm. it a diet because I think diet has a connotation of like being a temporary thing. Um. So it's like just think of just think if I'd have started eating less and better while we were doing that, I probably, probably would have lost maybe another twenty, twenty or thirty pounds. Right. Right. I didn't know that at the time. Like I, I was going, well, I can. I was justifying what I ate because I was more active. Right. Uh huh. So I can th- afford. I can afford to eat. This. I can. I can take in these calories because I'm burning so much. Blah blah blah. Right. Um, so th- that was like great for that year. But after that, I think that's when your first child was born and you couldn't really work out as much anymore. So then yeah. I kind of stopped going. Cause like, I was like, well, that's no fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Um, and so I didn't see a whole lot of like progress. I mean, I lost what, 30, 30 pounds or so. well, it didn't take long to like put that back on because I hadn't instilled in myself any habits of changing how I ate, which side note, remember this was like a couple months ago. I had told you how I was like thinking about, um I was looking at like doing like a nutrition wellness degree or something online yes. or yeah. And you were like, yeah, it's funny. Cause I remember telling Andrea at some point, along your journey when you started getting healthier, are like, Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if he wants to like be a trainer or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah, it would be cool to be a trainer. And that's something I thought about doing too, is like doing like a certification. Right. But the new, nu- the, like the, the nutrition part of it intrigues me more because I have learned that that is way more important. Really? That is like, well, to me, My personal opinion is you cannot out exercise a bad diet. Mm. You can't out exercise bad nutrition plans, habits, whatever. Like, you just, you you maybe can for a while, but at some point, you need to learn how to fuel your body properly, or else you're just going to be in a vicious cycle of, I'm eating a whole bunch of garbage and I'm putting in this time at the gym, but like, I'm not, I'm either a, not putting on muscle mass if that's your goal or B I'm not losing fat if that's your goal. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well then what, what is the point of doing that, of doing either thing? <clears throat> because that's what I learned on my second attempt. So uh, a little background, this was like a long, it was like a slow, slow and steady thing that kept creeping on me. Okay. I remember in 2016, in March, we were, uh, Reed, the keyboard player with David, we uh, we were doing <clears throat> some shows in London and Ireland, and Reed and I got to go out to Dublin like a couple days early, mm-hmm. and so we just, there's a long, kind of a, a background story, but... We, we did like a bunch of touristy things and just bummed around Dublin and it was awesome. But one of the things we did, we went to the the Guinness, you know, beer, like went to their like factory, their uh, not factory, but. Uh, the plant, the p- plant, the brewery, Bre- brewery. <laughs> Thank you. Gosh, I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> uh, and it, I mean, it was it was pretty cool. But one of the things was they had like this old black and white video from probably like the 20s. Okay. Of like how they used to make their barrels and store the Guinness. Okay. And it's just this video of this guy hammering barrels into shape all day. And he like, he doesn't have a shirt on. He's huge, like huge in like, he's like a big, strong guy. Not like super mm-hmm. cut or anything, but like, right? Dude is strong, and it sparked this conversation between Reed and I. And keep in mind, at this point, I'm still like 320 pounds. Okay, okay? I'd put on the weight. I put on back on the weight that I had lost when we had worked out. So I was back to like around 320, something like that. Gotcha. Um, but it sparked this conversation between he and I of, man, you know, just think like, back in the day. There were no office jobs. There were no IT jobs. There weren't jobs where people <laughs> just went to work and sat on their ass all day, mm-hmm. and and were inactive. Like this guy did this for eight hours a day, and he probably walked to work a mile or two, and then walked home, or rode a bike, or, or yeah, yeah. Well, like he wasn't. He probably. Like, if you ever been to Dublin, like especially back then, like. <clears throat> That's not a, it's a, it's a very old city with like narrow streets and like, you know, even now, Mm -hmm. like it's a foot traffic city, Uh you know? And just thinking about like, we were just like that dude literally, and Reed is like in really good shape. So Mm -hmm. no one knows him, but like, it wasn't like two fat people having this conversation. It was me and then Reed, but we were just like, that dude literally did this for eight hours a day, five days a week. Was riding a bike or walking home, walking to and from work, like, probably a couple miles. Yeah. He literally could eat whatever he wanted. Like, so, he, you know, like, the typical, like, Irish diet you think is, like, meat and potatoes (sighs) Uh and whatever. And he probably ate that every night. But his job was so physically demanding Mm -hmm. that, like, it didn't... it it wasn't like he was eating that and his body was storing it. Like he was using all of the nutrients from his food every day. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And like the other thing that, that we talked about then is like, yeah. And even today, if you had a job like that, food, isn't really the same. Food's, yeah. Food's not quite as pure as it once was. Right. You know, which that, that's something we can maybe get into later. I want to talk about like the quality of your food versus other things, but anyway, so that was March of 2016. And it really, it kind of lit this really faint flame in my mind. And, uh, so then if you fast forward is November 5th of 2017. I will never forget the day. Uh, It was a Sunday, and my mom had come down to visit us for the weekend. And for whatever reason, it had been like a super stressful uh, visit with her. I remember that. Like for me personally, like just super stressful. And so, you know, she left to drive home on Sunday. And I remember Amy kind of being like, well, what do you want to do now? Meaning like, you know... (laughs) at this point in the day. Like, what would you, what do you want to do? And I was just like, so mentally and emotionally exhausted. I just kind of turned to, I was kind of joking, but I probably said it in kind of a butthole way, but right. I was like, well, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to the gym. <laughs> Cause I had had a planet fitness membership for a couple years. I, I think I had had it since when I started playing with David, but I had gone like five times in the, in the span of like two and a half years or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, it wasn't something I was doing all the time. But I was like, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to the gym. And I went and I, it was just, it was more or less to like clear my mind and maybe stop being feeling so frustrated. And like, I felt really kind of tight and just, you know. And yeah. so I, I had no, I didn't know what to do or anything, but I just got on a treadmill and I just walked. At like as brisk a pace as I could handle. And then when I felt up to it, I was like, all right, I'm going to try and run. And I'm just going to see how long I can run before I have to like step on the side rails or or back the speed back down or whatever. And it was like a tenth or two of a mile. It was not long. You know, I probably uh-huh. probably did like total distance, like maybe a <clears throat> mile and a quarter or a mile and a half. And then I came home. But that was the first day. And I remember when I came home, I said, I'm not going to eat the way I used to. And so I just like I made a salad and I put some chicken on it. And I mean, like it was tiny. It was like a cereal bowl sized salad and like Mm -hmm. two little chicken tenders on it. And that's that was my lunch. And then whatever Amy made for dinner is what I had for dinner. And then the next day I got up. I went early in the morning, I did the same thing, but I just tried to push myself a little bit farther every time. And it, when you're, when you go to the gym, you don't know what you're doing. You think that, oh yeah, well, I just, I got to run, A run. That's going to make me skinny, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't set out to like become a runner. It was just, that was the thing I thought was going to help me get lose, help me lose weight, <laughs> get me to where, right, where I wanted get you to be. Where I right? wanted
0: to go. Right.
1: So every time, and I just like did it the next day and the next day, and I would come home and I would, I would like eat a banana for breakfast after I went to the gym. And then for lunch, I would have that little small salad with, with like two chicken tenders on it. So I, I bet total, I, I didn't get into counting calories till a couple months, a few months later but I bet you I wasn't eating more than 1,500 calories. Jeez Louise. Which that's, that's low, especially for a guy my size at the time. Yeah. Because right. I weighed myself probably a week to 10 days after I started going. So, like, I weighed myself on the 15th, let's say, of November. And I was 320. Or I was, like, 315. I think I was 315. So I bet you in that 10 days of I I literally would do that every time. And like I got on the treadmill and I would like, okay, well, today I was able to run like three tenths of a mile without stopping. And then I would walk some more and then, oh, well, then the next day I could run. I ran. I I remember being so excited when I ran a half mile without stopping. Just thinking like, dude, I ran a half mile without stopping, like nonstop a half mile. And then I would like walk to the rest of the mile or whatever. <laughs> and I was eating the same thing. I've come home with a banana. And this whole time, the only thing I'm drinking is water. I'm just pounding water. I'm trying to get like a gallon or more of water every day. Which I had given up soda earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a soda since like, I don't know, April of 2017 or something. Um. Jeez. Absolutely. Which that that was like a thing that I was like, man, I feel like I drink a lot of this. I wonder if I would feel less shitty if I didn't drink soda. So it was kind of an experiment of willpower to like, can I, can yeah. I cut this out for a week? Right. Oh well. Oh cool. I haven't had one in a week. I wonder if I can go another week. And then eventually it was like, man, I haven't. I don't even. Your want body them. Stops I don't want them anymore. Yeah, like it. it was tough at first. Yeah. So
0: well, all the-, you, the, the thing, sorry, the yeah, thing about that is because the stuff, it, 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 it's sugar, right? And the body is, is rewarded by the release of dopamine with right. that. Exactly. It happens. Exactly. And it's an addiction and it's, yep. it's hard to overcome. Yeah. It's just that simple.
1: Yeah. So I just kept, and, and I did start, I kind of got into this routine of like, okay, well, I'll do like. 30 minutes on the treadmill and I would just walk and then I would like run for as much as, as long as I could run and then walk. And then I would try and run again for as long as I could run and then walk for that 30 minutes. And then I would go to like the cable machines. Cause no matter, I don't care if, if I was a big dude and I looked intimidating, Anyone who's never really been in the gym before and lifted weights, nobody just goes to the free weights and the barbells right away because you're intimidated because you don't know what you're doing and you don't want to look like the, the right. idiot, right? right? Especially if you don't have another buddy there who, who does know what they're doing and can spot you or, or show you the correct form. But the cable machines are like a good gateway into that because it's kind of hard to do them with bad form. Now, right. the, the resistance and, and things like that aren't exactly the same, but it's it's still stressing your muscles, which is also another way to, to burn calories and increase blood flow to those areas. And you, I, I learned this way later in my journey, but like resistance training is, is more important than cardio if, for losing fat. Don't mm-hmm. qualify that because I'm going to come back to that. Now, so uh, just I, I, just that I, like I just kept doing that week after week after week and I remember by the end of November I had made this deal with myself. And that's what the the the, the be close to the top of November is when this November 5th s- is when it started. That was my first day going. Okay. And and by the end of November, I think it was after Thanksgiving, not before. Yeah, it was definitely it was after Thanksgiving. I had made a deal with myself that by December first, I was going to be able to run a 5K nonstop, which a 5K is 3.1 miles. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so I remember, like you know, I said I got so excited when I was able to run a, a half mile nonstop, and then I remember hitting like the mile <clears throat> milestone, and then oh, a mile and a quarter, and a mile and a half. I just it kept feeling easier and easier, and the whole time I'm I'm eating the same thing, so I'm really like I was losing weight pretty rapidly. And I, you know, your heart is a muscle. So cardio strengthens your heart. It makes your, makes, it makes your heart more efficient at pumping blood and circulating mm-hmm. oxygen throughout your body. Uh, so I just kept getting better and better at that. And I remember we were in Boston. We, that's right. It was the weekend or it was like the last weekend in November. We were in Boston. Uh, we played a show like on a Thursday night up there and the hotel we were staying at had a gym and I went to the the gym that day before sound check. And I'll be damned if I, I I got to like two and a half miles or something. And at that point, I don't think I had made it past like two and a half or two and a quarter. And I just remember thinking like, man, I I feel pretty good. I'm really just going to like really push myself to see if I can make it to 3.1. Cause I was like, well, I only got like five or six days left until December 1st. And I made a deal with myself. I was going to be able to run 3.1 miles by then. And I just like toughed it out Mm -hmm. and made it to 3.1. And I just remember thinking, holy cow, like I did it. And I was so jazzed about that. Like I was, I remember like telling all the guys on the bus and they were all super pumped. And, and then I did it the next morning before we left to go to the next gig. So I was uh, like, Dude, two, two Ks, two days in a row, and then I did it the next day. We were in port. <laughs> we were in Portland, Maine, and I did it the next day. And I was like, oh my god! And it just kept feeling easier and easier. You know, that's crazy. And, and I can remember, you know, at that at that point, I was like, wow, it wasn't it wasn't even a whole month ago that I could barely run like two tenths of a mile and I would be exhausted. And, and I just kept pushing myself. And so I kept increasing the distance. Now I mm-hmm. wasn't like dead sprinting all these, you know, it was like a casual, well, it was, I was like going to ask was you like about a, your, I, I would run like a 10 minute mile, like six miles okay. an hour. Okay. It's like a little bit more than a casual jog.
0: Yeah. But it's, f- it's fast for somebody that's short. I mean, that's you. Anyway. Sure.
1: Well, and you know, I had only been really like doing it for a month. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and I'm also trying to to lift weights and, and uh, but I'm like being really mindful of how much I eat and what I eat, which I thought was going to be hard on the road, but I like made a commitment to like, if it was a bus date, I would like take some of my own food. So it would be easier. And I just, I would always like order a salad with like some lean chicken on it or something if we were getting food from somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I wasn't, you know, the hard thing is when, when you're on the road, there's always like some local donut place or some local bakery that's like oh out of this gosh. world. And it's like, right. you got to go try it. You got to go try it. And I just right. was like, I, I don't care. Like, and, and I would, <laughs> I played this mental game with myself because we like Reed would go or uh, our guitar tech at the time, Pat, like they were really in shape and not big dudes. And they can get away with like eating some of that stuff in moderation and it doesn't affect them. So they want to go check these places out. So I was like, yeah, I'll go with you. I'll go check it out. And I would like go with them and stand in this amazing donut shop and see it all and smell it all. And just be like, you're not having it ice. You're not eating it. You're not eating it. Oh my gosh, man. One thing that I want to talk about as this topic goes on in future episodes is like, it's, there's a definitely a physical challenge to losing weight and getting healthy, but the mental challenge is not to be overlooked. And as soon as you can start to control your emotional reaction to food, (sighs) then you can fucking do anything Uh. because so many times the way we eat is based on an emotional reaction and not a reaction of, do I really feel hungry? Does my body actually need nutrients right now? Mm -hmm. Or am I just in this social situation where everyone else is eating and they're eating these, Amazing chips and dip or whatever. Or man, I fucking love donuts. And look how many I may I may never get to come back to this place because we're in wherever. Right. I should try one. It's like, no, man. Like as good as donuts are, a donut's just a donut. Like, <laughs> chill out, you know? So <laughs> right. Or or whatever it is. I'm I'm using donuts <clears throat> as an example because that is definitely a weak spot for me. Like, it is tough for me to oh. go into like a not like a Dunkin' or a Krispy Kreme, but if it's like a good, legit, like mom and pop,
0: yeah, someplace that's been there forever. And so uh, so it's good, like, it's tough. Man. It's warm and
1: yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about it because I'm going to want one. But but yeah. like I would, I would go to those places with those guys and just hang out with them. And I would, you know, it not wasn't like eat. I was like having blinders on. I was taking in everything and experiencing everything, <laughs> but the but actual actually
0: partaking and eating And
1: it. and. It was tough at first, but I was so, I start, once I started to see, I would step on the scale and I started to see like weight coming off Mm -hmm. and I started to feel that, oh man, now I can run like four miles nonstop And and man, it doesn't, it doesn't feel that hard. And then it was like, nothing could stop me because the vision of my goal was more important to me than that. Short little dopamine release that that whatever food would would cause. That's that's the thing I did differently the second time around. It's like I was working out and I was really putting in the effort uh, as far as like running and walking and trying to lift weights. But I also mm-hmm. was not eating like you totally a moron.
0: flipped your uh, diet and the way you approach food.
1: Yeah. And I'll be honest, you know, people, people would be like, well, what, what was like the, what, what, what caused you, what made you want to do this? And I said this for a while and I just thought about it this morning, but like, you know, I, I talked about uh, you and I working out early on, like what, mm-hmm. seven years before that. And then read and I in Ireland and all that. And like, as much as those things were like in the back of my mind, it was like, after I went on that first day on November 5th, it was like someone just flipped a switch inside me and was like, okay, this you're actually going to do it this time. And nothing's going to fucking stop you. So about that, I know we, Talked a little
0: bit about that, you and I, about that weekend, yeah, because it was it was something that stood out to you prominently, um, and I guess I didn't really I didn't realize how much you kind of wrestled with this because it was never something we really discussed with
1: what wrestled with what weight oh oh as far as it being yeah okay yeah
0: okay I knew that we would. Do the gym thing from my perspective, because I was never, uh, I was never really overweight, um, even though metabolically now I am. Well, yeah, but <laughs> that's it. A- oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> it was just <clears throat> something to do to hang out with a buddy of mine. Right. And right. do stuff that we like to do. So I never really thought of it like something that you maybe you were either struggling or wrestling with, or just kind of dealing with it.
1: Well, I don't think, I think probably when you and I were working out, yeah, it was probably that for me too. It was more just like, well, I get to hang out with Ryan and, and it's fun. Like play, we do, we played so much racquetball and it was oh so gosh. addicting. Like it was, uh, I, I don't know if I was doing it at the time that, that time. I don't know if it was really like, I was okay. I went in with the mindset of trying to lose weight. It was just like, I want to do something. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a goal in mind. Gotcha. Gotcha. The, the second time around, I, it was kind of the same thing. It was like, I need to go do this for like my mental and emotional health. I was, cause yep. I was really like just not feeling great about life. And that yeah. it was like, I did that for like a week, but then I started to really feel like, Oh man, I, this is like, I think this is something I can stick to. And then I started setting small incremental goals like that. Like, oh, I want to be able to run a, a 5K by the end of the month. And right. then it was like, okay, well, when you're 320 pounds, you have no idea. At least I didn't because everyone's always, been, well, you're a big dude. And everyone would always say the same thing. Like, oh, 320 pounds. Well, you carry your weight really well. And I would always be like, no, I don't. Like this 2X <laughs> shirt barely fucking fits. And like you know you can't see my belt because my stomach's hanging over like just things like that like I have to buy size 46 waist jeans like I don't carry my weight well at all like I I understand what people mean when they say that and they're trying to be nice but Mm -hmm. it's like I mean I guess it's nice to know that maybe people that wasn't like the first thing they saw when they looked at me or the first thing they thought of but it's like when you're that big there's no way to hide it but when you're that big, you don't know how uh, how much weight you should actually lose. Because I remember thinking, like, okay, well, I'm 320. I bet if I got down to, like, 270, I'm going to look a lot better, right? Mm-hmm. So I think my first – that was, like, my first goal was, like, I want to get down to 270. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it was – like by Christmas of that year, I was like 278 or something. I remember weighing myself at my parents' house when we were up there for Christmas. And I think I was like 278, which I was super excited about because, you know, it's holidays. There's all kinds of sweets. Like yeah. most people put on a couple pounds f- between like Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I remember thinking like, I was like 281 when we left our house to go to Ohio. And so I've like, I've lost three pounds in the five days that we've been up here, you know, like that's awesome. And, and I really was like really stringent about, I'm not, I had like a couple Christmas cookies and like my mom makes really good, like, you know, cinnamon, like sweet rolls that we eat on Christmas right. morning. I had like one. Oh my gosh. You know, dude. Like I had one, but that was it. Cause she only makes it one time a year. So I wasn't not going to eat them. I had yeah. I had one instead of having like nine. Right. A <laughs> you know? whole palette of. Yeah. The, yeah. Man, oh, what there, there's my pan st- of sweet rolls. Where <laughs> <my, laughs> are yours?
0: Uh, so. What self restraint, though, man. Well, Holy cow.
1: I mean, it's funny because there have been subsequent Christmases since then where part of me feels like I have it a little bit more under control. So I allow myself to indulge a little bit because I know. Okay, well, tomorrow or in 2 days, I'm I'm going to get back on my normal eating habits and I'm going to be back in the gym training hard, and it's fine. Like if the scale goes up a pound or two, I'm not going to freak out about it. But right. then it was like I couldn't it was too early for me to deviate from the plan, and I was so laser focused on like I'm seeing progress and people like other like I remember my family members being like you've lost some weight, right? Which that's like 43 pounds or some 42 pounds by then, which that, that's I feel like when you're that, when you're like 320 pounds, once you lose about 20 to 30 pounds, it's pretty noticeable.
0: Uh huh. Wow.
1: It's not like, oh, you're super skinny, but mm-hmm. you can start to notice it a little bit in your face and yep. maybe on your sides, like your haunches or whatever. Right. And so then we, we came back home from that and I just kept chugging away so then my next goal was like okay well once i hit 270 then i want to get down to 250 and i bet i bet if i weighed like 250 at 6 3 like i'm a big guy i'll probably look pretty good and it just kept being like okay well i still don't i'm still not seeing what i want to see i'm feeling better but let's keep going like you know because yeah. the other thing is the uh I can't even think what it's called. When you go to the doctor and they check your... your uh, you know what I'm talking about, though, Yes. Right? Yes. The BMI. Uh, the BMI.
0: Yes. BMI. Your body
1: mass index. Mass
0: index, right.
1: It says for a 6'3 male, you should be like 186 pounds or something. 186 pounds. I'm sorry. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. I'm, for
1: what? For, for a 6'3 male... 186? The, the official BMI is like 186 or 188 pounds. I'm like, dude, there's no, there's no way... Like, there's, I, I would have to be a string bean and have yeah. no muscle mass no muscle. and no fat. Like, I would just have to be, I would have, to, I mean, 188 pounds? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. So I just kept pushing and pushing. And I, I started learning more and more along the way, uh, which I, I guess that's probably, maybe that's a good place to stop. And yeah. we can, well, the next episode can be about like, cause I, I really want to talk about mistakes I made and the things I did that are good. And like things that I've watched other people do when they try to attempt it and they make it so complicated. And mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be mm-hmm. honest, like it's hard mentally and physically. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It is not complicated. <laughs> it's not it's not right <laughs> uh people people make it way more complicated than they need to which ends up making it even harder than it needs to which is why a lot of people can't stick to it okay and i'm yeah. gonna throw this out i'm gonna throw this out here spoiler alert by so i started November fifth two thousand seventeen mm-hmm. by Christmas of two thousand eighteen I was at my lowest weight that i've ever remember weighing as an adult or even in high school probably I was at 198 pounds jeez but I felt not great yeah really yeah Yeah. like just because I'm 198 pounds didn't mean I I like had six pack abs and was benching 225 you know like things like things like that it was like I I realized okay I don't want to be skinny and be skinny fat I want uh-huh. I, I don't mind being I the most comfortable I ever felt. I was down to 198, but then like all of 2019 and most of the summer of 2018, I was I was between like 208, 212, 215, and I felt really good there. Anywhere between like two, 205 and 215, that's where I like to be. Uh and we'll we'll get into more of that. But I want to throw this out here cuz I know you talked to me about this. Mhm. Um, and I think so. Bummer, like, well, bummer for me. It's just a number on the scale, whatever. But I'm at like two thirty right now, mm-hmm. and I'm not super stoked about it. And I think you said <sighs> you're at like two thirty, right?
0: I am. I'm two thirty, which yep. is so
1: funny because anyone that if we had a side by side picture, people would not think we weigh the same.
0: I don't think they, they would. They no. would
1: think that I'm heavier because the way you carry your weight and your build. You have way more muscle mass on you than I do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: that's a perfect example of like someone who weighs 230 but is a little more muscular mm-hmm. compared to someone who's 230 and it's still mostly fat. I think you had talked to me about you wanted to be down to uh, I forget what you said, 215 or something. By yeah, like, by like June. Down, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We're going to do that together. And we're going to use this podcast as an accountability <laughs> and, and for the net, like the next podcast, like we're uh-huh. going to weigh ourselves today. Okay. And then I we will probably record again on Monday. Yeah. We'll, we will check in and report our weight and we're going to keep doing that. And we're going to, I don't know if we can lose 15 pounds in two months, two and a half months, but 10 easily. If you can lose a pound of body fat a week, body fat, not weight, but body fat, you're doing good cuz you don't want to lose muscle mass if you can help it. Yeah, right. Right. But we're, that's what we're going to do and we're going to be accountable with each other and everyone that's listening. Okay, yeah, so, yeah.
0: Man, I think I think 215 uh I think that would be a really Which, good weight for me and
1: I know it'll be it'll be a little tougher because you uh, you've got to ease back into exercise but I still think I'd, you can do a little it. bit you can, yeah. you can I think you can lose eight pounds in that time just mm-hmm. by eating changing how you eat but yeah so that's that's the beginning I hope I didn't bore anybody sorry we always go longer than we plan but we, we always do uh, this but is hey. something I'm really passionate about so it's going to be hard you're going to have to keep me
0: because <laughs> I'll just ooh. start
1: talking about it keep you reeled in yeah yeah <laughs>
0: No, yeah. this is good. Uh, I enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Um, okay. So uh, next episode will be uh, moving on and uh, talking about like complicated, like yeah, just not, not making not it, complicated. it complicated,
1: really understanding the science of how to lose weight and fat. And, and we'll talk a bit more about like think, things that I did that I wish I would have done differently and things that I did that I'm glad I did. On another, uh, on another topic
0: here, I was thinking about when we end our podcast, I thought of a really neat, well, I think it's neat, neat idea of how, uh, we can wrap up a a podcast. Hit me, tell me. And that is sharing a random fact.
1: Oh, okay, great. I like that. All right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I've got one. Let's, let's hear it. Did you know that a jellyfish is 95% water?
1: I don't know, but that means if you have a bunch of jellyfish all gathered around, you're never more than 5% from a pool. (laughs) (laughs) Good share. Oh, I was trying to think of how that Mitch Hedberg joke went where he's like, I wonder I was going to crowd dive and I know that humans are like 85% water or whatever. So I figured it was safe because they're only 50% away from a pool or, or whatever. That's funny. Um,
0: I don't know if I've heard that one. <laughs> all right. Let me try another fact and then you can good share it all or all right. whatever.
1: I knew that's what you're waiting for, but I had to tie that in. So, But,
0: um, uh, uh, no, I thought, I thought about this. I thought, yeah, this, because I've got this app that is just raw facts. And sure. It's a, a, and they're really interesting. Um, okay. So here's another one. Did you know if you took every human on earth and removed all the space that is between atoms, you can fit the volume of those of all those people into the size of a sugar cube.
1: Good share. <laughs> I don't. I don't even fucking understand that. <laughs> all
0: right, I'll try wait, another one. Wait,
1: say that again. Yeah. So
0: you're the remember- atom. There is more space between our atoms than there is actual uh, stuff. Like oh there's...
1: okay now it makes sense. So if you
0: take the atoms and you take out the space and you just push the mm-hmm. atoms together, you can take every person on the planet and do that, and we would wind up being compressed into the size of a sugar cube.
1: Each person or every single person together, everybody, would be in sh- one sugar everyone. cube,
0: one sugar Holy cube. oh shit! Okay, it's pretty awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so here's a fact. A man sued Bank of America for erroneously, erroneously foreclosing on his home and won. When they didn't pay the fees, he foreclosed their bank.
1: Whoa, wait. <laughs> for, for real? These are all facts. That's amazing. Good share. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to the Good Share Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or just enjoyed the podcast in general, give us uh, five stars or thumbs up or whatever it is that you can do through the apparatus that you're using. If you happen to be watching us on YouTube, be sure to smash that like button, subscribe, and ring that bell. Uh, You can also find more content and more about the podcast at www.goodsharepodcast.com.